For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Jared Cherko, who came to the UA from Stanford just last year to join our Department of Molecular and Cellular Medicine as an assistant professor. His focus is on understanding mechanisms that underlie serious heart disease and on developing new effective treatments. Thanks for joining us today, Jared. Thanks, Leslie. Tell us about how the embryo develops so that we'll be able to understand why you use the kinds of cells that you use that are so important to your work. Right. During embryonic development, we have a single cell that then gives rise to muscles and bones and, and teeth and all sorts of things during development. How does that happen? Even the very beginning, when an, a sperm fertilizes an egg, there's a series of changes that it undergoes where this egg starts to divide. and there's these specialized cells within there that can give rise to all the different layers, such as the skin, the bone, the teeth, like you mentioned, every single different layer. So what we kind of do is try to see what are those different types of cells within there, and then how can we kind of harness the power of those cells to be able to create these different lineages. The main thing that I work on is cardiomyocytes, and cardiomyocytes are kind of a specialized uh, cell type because in the adult, they don't divide at all. So if you have a heart attack, these cells can't regenerate themselves. They, they are the heart muscle. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are the, the cell that allows the heart to contract. Mm -hmm. And other cell types, such as neurons themselves as well, in the brain, they can't divide either. So, or there's very limited uh, regenerative capacity of the neurons. So we need a solution to be able to be able to create these different cell types in a dish to be able to study what can we generate neurons can we generate cardiomyocytes if you had a heart attack can we take cells that we generated in a dish and then put them back in your heart to regenerate that damaged area as you study heart disease you you find that there probably are some things you could try to steer in cells to make them um, stay healthy right. but once people have lost heart tissue wh what would you do if i needed some of your iPSCs to restore function to my heart, what would you be doing? Right. So kind of the more basic things that we're looking at right now is to be able to first create the different subtypes of heart cells. There's, uh, even though they have the potential to do that, we still can generate the different subtypes. There's nodal cells, atrial, ventricular, cardiomyocytes, and they all have specialized functions. So my lab is trying to determine, or trying to figure out how can we take these iPS cells and convert them into the different subtypes first, and then inject those back into the different areas of the heart. So if you have um, an arrhythmia, and it's predominantly in the atrial, so the upper chambers of the heart, you'd want to have those special atrial cardiomyocytes injected into the atria so that you can study that. But in more of a developmental drug testing is that if you want to see, okay, so we've, if um, some of the R&D has developed a certain drug, you want to be able to test that drug on the specific subtype of cells that you want to actually um, effect with if you were to take it in, in your body as well. So in the short term, what sorts of cardiovascular uh, disorders, diseases, are you uh, aiming to have an impact on first? The one thing that we're mainly focused on is any kind of uh, genetic uh, disease where it's a known kind of uh, mutation that's in the code. Because we can take our iPS cells now and we can correct that gene and then we can 
create isogenic lines so we can compare what are the cardiomyocytes function with the mutation and then the ones that we corrected. So it's the same genetic background and the only difference is creating that one uh, genetic mutation. My lab right now is focusing on arrhythmogenic cardiomyopathy or right ventricular cardiomyopathy. And it's a disease where you have fatty fibril infiltration coming from the right ventricle and it causes arrhythmias. So we're trying to be able to develop 3D systems where we can model this disease in a dish and as well as to determine what are the mechanisms that are causing this and just looking at things such as RNA sequencing, which looks at the whole transcriptome. So the RNA of what the cells express. And then to say like, all of our patient cardiomyocytes have this different kind of signature of RNA that's not expressed properly. What are the different kind of pathways that we can use to manipulate that or drugs to turn them back into the normal kind of gene expression profile so that we can develop therapeutics for that? That's very exciting, huge promise. Thanks very much, Jared. Thank you. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.